Hello and welcome to The Northern Connection, a podcast all about books. In each episode, we chat to writers about their inspirations and their favourite books with The Northern Connection. This episode is hosted by Rachel, Rebecca and myself, Emma, and we catch up with writer Caro Giles to talk about her debut memoir. Here's Rebecca to tell you more about Caro. Giles is a writer based in Northumberland. Her words are inspired by her local landscape and the wide empty beaches. She writes honestly about what it means to be a woman, a mother and a carer and about the value in taking the road less travelled. Her writing has appeared in journals, press and periodicals and she was named Countryfile magazine's new nature writer of the year in 2021. Twelve Moons is her debut memoir. Welcome to the Northern Connection Caro. Can you tell us about your new book, 12 Moons? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Um, 12 Moons is a memoir that I've written and it's a memoir that I wrote in real time over the course of a year. And it's about my life as um, a woman on her own, learning learning to be on her own after the end of her marriage and um, I am mothering and caring for my four daughters. Um, I'm also living in Northumberland, which is not where I'm from, and I'm feeling really isolated. And uh, during the course of the book, I write uh, quite intensely about the landscape, Northumbrian landscape around me, the sea and the hills. And I try to learn to love this land where I'm living and I try to rebuild my family unit. Now it looks slightly different. Um, And alongside that, over the course of the year, uh, one of my children becomes very poorly. And it's quite a specific time when when the story takes place as well, because we are still in lockdowns. Um, and my daughter's illness means that we're unable to leave the house sometimes. So I'm, I'm experiencing, um, what I describe as a claustrophobia in the middle of nowhere. And it feels strange to be surrounded by all this wide open space, but often I, I cannot leave the house. Um, and I guess what I wanted to explore in the book is I wanted to explore, uh, how I, how I feel I lost my identity in my marriage and how often the woman is hidden behind the mother. And I wanted to try and reveal myself and, uh, yeah, kind of rewrite myself back onto the page, I guess. Um, yeah, so 12 Moons is is a year in the life following me as I kind of come to terms with all these changes. And it's, you know, there's lots of nature writing, but also quite a lot of raw raw truth about what it what it is to be a, a woman on her own and to be to be a mother and to be a carer and to feel like you have been hidden from society um, and throughout the story I try to reveal myself thank you that's yeah great thank you um we all loved how the the book chapters were named after moon phases um what was the inspiration behind this so that was really linked to this idea of feeling trapped inside my house. Um, when I first started writing the book, which was in January 2021, I think, um, we had gone back down into a lockdown and my daughter was becoming really poorly. And so we weren't really able to leave the house. I had wanted to 
think about this idea of being of the vulnerability of being a woman alone and I had wanted to um, write about the landscape and I had planned to run like a long distance run through Northumberland and hang my story upon that journey but because of the lockdowns and because of my um, caring responsibilities I was just inside the house and my daughters and I became quite obsessed with dreaming about being outside the house and looking out of the window and and yeah and we just became quite obsessed with looking at the moon and noticing how the moon changed and for me as well I, I was feeling very isolated at that point in my life and and I did feel some kind of strange connection with the moon it wasn't really a spiritual thing but it just like it was a relationship that developed between me and the skies I guess yeah. and I started to read around um you know old old cultures and traditions linked to the moon about the different names I loved how they were tied into the seasons it really worked with lots of the nature writing I was doing as well um and I thought that would be a really nice structure to hang the story on um and I chose in in um in my book I there are lots of different names I could have chosen for each moon and I and I list some of the alternatives at the at the beginning of each chapter it was really hard to choose which title to use for each one but I tried to stick with names that were linked to northern the northern hemisphere and um linked to you know the parts of the world part of the world where I live and I've tried to find chapter titles that tie in with themes I'm exploring in the chapters as well so that that was a really lovely and creative way to work with my story actually yeah um as you've kind of alluded to nature is a big part of the book and Northumberland can be quite wild in places did this play an important part in your choice of where to live so um, I was drawn to the beaches of Northumberland when we came here for a holiday, I think 12 years ago. And then we moved up here a couple of years after that. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely drawn to the landscape. I was drawn to the wilderness. I was drawn to kind of being on the edge of the country and feeling I liked feeling quite wild, a bit feral. <laughs> being up here. But what I write about in the book as well is the fact that my choices were taken away from me really when my marriage ended and when my child became really poorly. And so I write about almost being forced to stay here when lots of my friends and family live far away and learning learning to love Northumberland. So it was a choice to start with, but but I had a different dream, I guess. And I write about that in the book about how I have to I have to find another way to to make this um, choice work for me. Yeah. Um, but definitely um, nature has been a massive played a massive part in my life and therefore in the book, because um, several of my children really feel most at home when they're on the beaches or in the hills. And so uh, that's really important from a from a personal point of view. Yeah. So sort of tied into that then with you, we're talking about that nature has this sort of healing quality almost, and it, that it's very important for well-being, and, and that comes through really strongly in your book. Since moving to Northumberland, you've said you've had to kind of redefine your life and, and what you, your dreams may be. What are the new activities that you have discovered as a family, those things that are keeping you grounded where you are? Yeah, um, I I think... I think before, like between leaving home and having children, I feel like I really lost my connection with nature. Um, I was focused on other things. And I and I think 
having children and in particular having children with complex needs who find the busyness of of everyday life very challenging um, that has meant that I have really turned to nature as a means of being able to function in life you know as a family so the main thing that was life-changing for our family really and it's a bit of a cliche now because I think everybody does it (laughs) is um, is swimming in the sea Um, and I did do that as a child um, but when my daughter was very poorly um, she was unable to walk for about six months and actually it was the sea swimming in the sea me kind of dragging her down to the beach and her kind of sometimes almost crawling to the sea and being immersed in that water that that helped her to have something positive in her life um and i started to swim to accompany her and then i became a bit obsessed with it as well and there's something about yeah it's that thing about being a bit feral and wild again and just feeling a little bit dangerous i i quite like that because because a lot of there's a lot of domesticity in being a single parent to four children and being a full-time carer and there's something really wonderful about just being able to completely let myself go in the water so as a family we love to spend time on the beach and i also love to run um, when i can that's hard to do um very often but as a family we often will go for walks long walks up hills um yeah so i, I guess really there are lots of things that we're far away from but in Northumberland like I really miss lots of the culture of living in a city I miss lots of my friends but we always are near the sea and we always are near the hills and so really um you know we'd be silly not to not to make that a massive part of our lives yeah thank you that's really really interesting I mean as someone who's very drawn to Northumberland myself I can completely completely understand that yeah it's a lovely part of the world and and what's really lovely about Northumberland is that well where I live I live um only three miles from the coast so I'm right next to the sea but also the hills are only half the you know the Cheviot hills are only half an hour away and the borders are only half an hour away so we're so spoilt really for diversity of landscape as well it's a lovely place to to be that's great um there's a, a real sense of otherness in the book um and the feeling of isolation even though you are um immersed in a busy family life with your four daughters um how did writing about this time help you personally um i think carving time out to write this book meant that i carved time just for myself so yeah so I wrote the book usually um, very very early in the morning before the children woke up and there was something very uh, meditative about that really Um, waking at five or at six and lighting candles and yeah that kind of funny liminal place where you're in between sleep and wake Um, there was something magical about writing at that time and I think probably the benefit to me as well as um, the joy and the privilege of being able to write my story down and having that published and sharing it with people. Um, I guess was just having that space for myself um, before life got busy and knowing at the very beginning of the day that I had done something valuable that was just for me, Caro, you know, not, um, not as a mother and not as a carer. Um, I think that has been a really valuable thing I've learned and I've tried and I try where possible to continue with that practice because yeah it's just something special I've 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 done for myself and that feels really important yeah um the importance of female friendship 
really comes across in the book and how they took you out of darkness. The power of female friendship shouldn't be underestimated, should it? I was so, I'm, I'm really, really pleased that you picked up on that because actually how I have felt over the last few years about um, myself as a friend is that I have is that I have failed really because I um, have just been constantly caring for poorly children or children who um, have needed advocating for mm-hmm. or you know all the different authorities I've had to work with and it's completely all-consuming and I can rarely leave my children um, so I have felt as a friend that I have not been a good friend um, but I have really valued my female friends and I and I wanted to I wanted to write about that in the book and actually um now the book's come out and my friends have just really been there for me and I and it's and it's made me really learn about female friendship that it's not just about presence you know not the physical presence of being with someone it's about thinking about those people and maintaining contact somehow and it's also about recognizing that even if you feel really small you do have something to offer and you do have something that can be valued by other people. I think, yeah, I think the whole, um, the whole experience has really helped me think about how to be a good friend. And it's definitely made me value um, all the support I've had, which I've really needed since I've been on my own. Yeah. Can you tell us what you're writing next? Yes, I can. I'm in the very early stages of my next book. And it's quite different because the 12 Moons was written in real time. And I, and I love the urgency of writing like that, um, kind of writing what I feel and pouring that onto the page straight away. Um, but this next book is a mem- memoir again, um, and, but it removes me a little from the centre of the story. Um, this has been very exposing 12 Moons because it is deeply personal mm-hmm. and yeah, I, f- I felt like maybe maybe removing myself a little would be healthy <laughs> and, and interesting as well. So um, for this next book, I'm, I'm exploring a theme which I started looking at in 12 Moons, which is this idea of home and what makes a home. And um, I continue to look at that, but I'm exploring some of my ancestors and my relatives' journeys um, around the world because um, I come from a family where people have lived all over the place and travelled and it made me think about my own desire I often have to to be elsewhere or to explore. Um, so I'm looking at some of those journeys that members of my family have made whilst also exploring my own thoughts around and feelings around what makes a home. So I've only just started that and it's um, it's quite a different way to work, but I'm hoping it will lead to, to bits of travel for me as well so I can go and explore some of the places that I'm writing about. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, It does, it sounds fab. Um, which authors inspire you as a writer or as a reader? Okay, um, I've thought of some authors who really inspire my writing, and I and I I'm a massive fan of reading memoir as well as writing memoir, and I'm drawn to often to female female memoirists and women who are really bold and brave in the stories that they tell. That helps me to feel brave when I'm writing too so I love um Deborah Levy's memoirs or I think they're called living biographies she calls them I love that trio of books I love how her prose is is very sparse um she's just such a clean writer she, like I aspire to write as well as she does um I love um a memoir called the cure for sleep by Tanya Shadrick 
um, which came out last year. And that is, in a sense, it looks at some of the themes I look at in 12 Moons, but it's really about revealing revealing a woman heading into middle age, thinking about how she can live her life with urgency and with meaning. That's a really beautiful book. Um, I love another favourite writer is Alexandra Fuller, who's a beautiful um, memoirist. Clover Stroud is inspiring to me. Um, I loved Viv Albertine's memoir, Closed Music Boys. So yeah, I've really gone for life writing. Um, that's inspired. That's inspired me in my own writing, I think. Yeah, I love that the Clover Stroud where she wrote about the loss of her sister. It's yeah, really, very really beautiful cool. and just so honest, isn't it? She's a great writer. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Um and finally, can you recommend an author or a book with a northern connection? Sure. Yeah, I wanted to choose um a book called Hands by Lauren Brown. Um she is published by my publisher Harper North and she is from I want to say Billingham, somewhere Middlesbrough, Teesside, somewhere around there. <clears throat> and she, this is a memoir, this is a debut memoir as well. And she has written about um, her experience of growing up in the Northeast. And it's very, very funny. She's a really funny um, writer. She also writes about um, her mental health issues. Um, she writes about skin picking and her anxiety. And it's, it's very frank. Um, but it, I think it's the way she combines humour with the really brutal honesty when she's writing about her own mental health experiences that I really loved. I just think she is a is an exciting new writer. So I wanted to recommend that and I hope that people will pick that up and give it a read. It's just come out in paperback last month. Fabulous. I haven't wonderful. heard of that one, but I will definitely. Well yeah, it's, it's a great read. I really recommend it. Fabulous. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. And um, we wish you all the luck in the world with 12 Moons. It's a beautiful, beautiful read. Thank you so much for having me. That was such a lovely episode to record. Caro is so calm and her writing is just so beautiful and honest. Uh, you should definitely check out 12 Moons. It's published by Harper North and it's out now. Uh, you can follow Caro on Twitter and Instagram at Caro Giles Writes. And uh, that's it for this episode. 